0: Hey, welcome to the seventh episode of Committed Critics, a pop culture podcast where we're not just committed to our opinions, but also each other. Aww,
1: aww, I'm your
0: host. <laughs> I'm your host, Kevin Lau.
1: I'm Ryan Davis. Who are you guys
2: again? Where am I? I haven't been here a while. Can you guys fill me in?
0: Um, your your name is Bob. Bob. You you owe me $10.
1: Uh, uh, you hate everything that has to do with Star Wars. You think the prequels are better. Oof. You
2: guys
0: are really
1: trying uh, to steal my... You don't
2: my... like
0: The Last of Us. It's, you think it's the worst game ever made.
2: You guys are really trying to steal my identity, aren't you here?
0: <laughs> uh, well, how would you know? You don't remember. Because I'm Zach Wright. <laughs> oh, he pulled the mask back. Uh, I'm back. Yeah. How? Where
2: have you been? Life took over. Um... Darn life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, darn life. Um, yeah, I had some family stuff to take care of, um, work and personal life got got a little little chaotic and hectic. So, but I'm here now. Glad to have you back. <laughs> you missed book club. Thanks, Ryan. Uh, you know what? I don't. I don't have time to read books right now. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, well, you're gonna hate. To, you're gonna <laughs> you hate today, that, then. <laughs>
0: you're gonna hate this episode. I mean, uh, hey, your name Bob. You're gonna love this episode and what we have for you at the end. Speaking of books, not you're calling me Bob with uh,
2: amnesia. I, I think <laughs> back to the Percy Jackson series, the sequel series, Ryan. You know what I'm talking
1: about. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Bob the Titan. Oh yeah. Tell the stars
0: and Bob said hi. Hi.
1: <laughs> <laughs> RP Bob, he ain't dead. He's just stuck in Tartarus. What a reference. Anyway. What's so a reference? What,
0: anyways. What so What have you been up to, Kevin? Okay. What I've been up to, uh, I have, unlike you, Zach. I have been reading. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Uh, I've actually went through a few books this.
1: <laughs> Ooh, Shade Throne. <laughs> went through
0: a few books actually this uh, past couple weeks. Uh, I read. So do you guys know the Game Grumps at all? Uh, yeah, I do not. Yeah, you do not. Okay. Well, the Game Grumps, they they make let's plays. Uh, it, I like watching them every now and then for like the more of the comedy that they do. Hmm. Uh, very good. They're very good at improv. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh they wrote a book recently called Ghost Hunter Adventure Club, Ooh. The Secret of the Grand Chateau. Uh, it is a parody of the Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew type books. Okay. Um
1: I thought it was just okay. Oh, it was,
2: oh I was kind of excited for that. Yeah. Damn. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you, like, you start you started off so excited. Like you started off like they made this whole book. It was okay. And I was like, yeah, huh? I was I, I was like, okay, I can. If this is
2: the pitch, I'm kind of going for it. And you're like, it's okay. I'm like, oh, um, this is the pitch, is it?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's the review. Darn. Uh, so yeah, basically, it's kind of like the Princess Bride novel where the quote-unquote author is a, is a character that inserts themselves into the story. They're like, hi, my name is Dr. Cecil, and I'm writing this story for you young kids. I usually write adult novels. Oh. um that those parts where the author um uh, inserts himself are really great unfortunately it only happens twice
1: oh no interesting yeah
0: at least with the princess bride it happens like pretty much every chapter like the inter- the author interrupts a few times um that's a whole discussion you don't want uh, my thoughts
2: in- on the princess bride did you read it i've not read the book i've seen the movie
0: okay okay i it, so the princess bride book okay. is one of those things where it's like if you didn't like the movie you will most likely love the book, okay? Okay. Uh, because so the book for the Princess Bride by William Goldman, uh, who's a fantastic novelist and screenwriter, uh, he it is about it is not about the story of the you know saving the princess and all that stuff. It's not the fairy tale story that's in the movie. Right. It is about uh, the as an author uh, trying to adapt that story. Uh, to something into a shorter version of what his kid would enjoy reading because he loved it as a kid.
2: Oh, okay. It is
0: so it in a very metal way. It's about like a father doing creating crafting a book to bond with his son. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So so basically, like the the original Princess Bride is like you know a thousand plus pages and really dry, really boring. So this quote unquote author is trying to adapt it to be like 300 pages with all the interesting stuff uh put together and he's just always inserting little notes here and there is like yeah i had to skip like 200 pages because it was just going over how green the grass was hmm. or something like that it's 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 a lot funnier than i make it sound okay um hmm. but it's definitely like one for the reading list i would highly recommend okay
2: okay maybe i'll give the book a try the movie did not Everyone's like, oh, I love the Princess Bride. Yeah. The, the movie did for yeah. me.
0: I didn't really Same. care too much when I first saw the movie either. Um, but I feel like the movie the movie is essentially the extension of the joke that the novel builds up. Okay. Yeah, there's an updated edition of the novel too that talks about the quote unquote author and the process of making the movie. Um, and it's really funny. Okay, cool. uh, Stephen King gets involved <laughs> uh, Speaking of Stephen King a little bit of a segue. I read Horrid by Katrina Lino uh, Which also came out uh, a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. uh, As of recording this and that one has a really strong Stephen King vibes uh, Katrina Lino is an indie, independent author. I've been following since basically her first book mm-hmm. uh, Half-Life of Molly Pierce and I really like her prose and style. Mm-hmm. She writes y- young adult fiction uh she started off with like a psychological thriller she kind of delved into young adult romance for a little bit and that was kind of like eh, it's okay but then she's then lately she's been getting into young adult horror and that's really good mm. because when i first started reading her books I was like oh it's like a stephen king style right like this re- like really close to how stephen king's prose is mm-hmm. um so now she's kind of like found her footing with horror anyway horrid is about uh, a young girl who uh, moves to Maine, uh, you know the famous state of Stephen King, right? <laughs>
2: Where everything bad happens to every protagonist ever.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, but basically, she she has she moves into her house, a new uh, new house that they inherited from her grandmother uh to out of away from los angeles because her father had recently passed away and like you know her and she and her mother are just trying to move on from that mm-hmm. and but the house is haunted Ooh, spooky Ooh. of course but really yeah of course it's haunted um but really what it what it really is about is about grief and how different ways grief how people how different ways that people go uh What's the word process? process deal with grief. It, yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's a real and it's like really strong thematically. Loot and the scares are few and far in between, but they get those get pretty creepy, especially towards the end when the twist comes in. Okay. Um, but if you're looking for a uh, horror novel that's not too spooky but also really good. Highly recommend Horrid by uh, Katrina Lino. Cool. Okay. Uh, if you want something spookier by her, You Must Not Miss is also fantastic and honestly a perfect five out of five. Mm-hmm. Horrid, it does sl- it's a little slow in some areas. I give it a four out of five.
2: So, what kind of Stephen King vibes does it give off? Like, which of his books is it like? Are is it similar to? Yeah, uh,
0: The Shining. It is Ooh. most like The Shining. Okay, cool. Okay, yeah. Uh, and then I, according to uh, based on Ryan's recommendation, I started reading The Mysterious Benedict Society by Trenton Lee Stewart. Woo-hoo. Uh Ryan, guess what? Oh.
1: You don't like it, do you?
0: I think it's. I think it's just okay. <laughs>
2: I figured as much. Kevin's just okay is more. Like is more heartbreaking than it being like it's bad or it's good. It's it's like oh, He's, it's like when a parent's like, oh, I'm not mad, I'm disappointed. Yeah. That's Kevin when he says okay reviews.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, like okay, so I'm I'm about a hundred and sixty three pages, I think, roughly around there. Mm-hmm. Um, I say roughly that, but I gave a specific number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I so it started off pretty interesting. Um. You have like the drama of like the kid the main character trying going through these tests that so he can like it's like, oh I don't I want to be done like living at this orphanage I want to be calm with something better then he passes these tests and then you know they kind it kind the narrative kind of slows down and then it's like you're gonna be spies, and we need kids to do this because. The world might be in danger
1: because of these
0: uh uh subliminal messages that people have been putting in TV- television.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, it definitely takes a left turn. Wait, it definitely takes a wild left wait, turn. Wait, yeah. wait, wait,
0: wait, wait. Isn't it just Kingsman? No. Yeah, okay, uh that's what I thought <laughs> as I was reading the, the reveal of like why the kids were taking the test. I was like this is just Kingsman yeah. for the kids. <laughs>
1: came out before Kingsman though. He
0: came out before Kingsman. I don't know. I have to look up when the Kingsman comics came out. Uh, oh, I don't oh, know yeah, the year. That's true. Um there, i'll talk more about the uh, mysterious benedict society when i finish it right it came now out in, oh keep going i'm sorry go ahead
1: i was okay. gonna say K- kingsman comics came out the kingsman comic book series came out in 2012 and okay mysterious yeah Day.
0: that's after mysterious benedict society
1: yeah that's that's several it's five years after because that came out in 2007 really 2012 when the comics came out yeah huh weird. the uh, movie came out in 2014 <laughs> really wow yeah, it's old. That's crazy.
0: <coughs> Ooh, me. Oh, no. Are you all right, Kevin? Choked on my water. Yeah, I choked on some water.
2: <coughs> he can't multitask. Kevin's... He is just so... Kevin, are you going to drown in land? <laughs> he is just so underwhelmed
0: oh, by this book series. Yeah, so underwhelmed I choked on water just to get out of it. <laughs>
1: that hurts. This is my favorite book growing up.
0: Uh, But no, I'll... Okay. <coughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Okay, I should be good. Cool. Um, But yeah, I'll talk more about it when I finish it. Um... But, like, I'm at the part where they're at the institute that they need to be sneaking into. Um, they just fell fell through, like, um, a ditch, uh, through, like, some vines. Um, but we'll see how that goes. And, oh, man. <coughs> Actually, Ryan, you want to talk you about your things a little quick? <laughs> Ryan, yeah, take over. Yeah, you're
2: going to be okay. All he recovers. <laughs> just ignore him. He'll mute his mic. it will be okay. Ryan, go All right, ahead. Kevin,
1: just don't don't die on us. Um... No, I'm good. <laughs> So anyway, I've done uh, two things uh, over this uh, time period we've had. I've also I instead of reading regular books, I have read comic books. Nerd. Um, you know what, Zach? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> comic books are mainstream, no. Zach.
0: You know what? Yeah. Whenever,
2: you, whenever we get to my thing, like you guys, you guys can both go
0: nerd.
2: Oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna go nerd.
1: <laughs> but uh, you love
2: it. You can't, right? Or Kevin can. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I still think it's nerdy, but. Uh, yeah, anyway, so I read so I don't know how many people know this, but CW tried, came up with this whole thing. Uh the end their arrow series and, you know, Merger Universe is called Christ on Infinite Earths. Christ on Infinite Earths is based off an actual comic. I tried reading that comic. It's it's something. How'd it go, Ryan?
2: Tell break us down. <laughs> is it like a it's okay Kevin review or is it a bad?
1: Okay, so you know how like Crisis on Infinite Earths had that whole precursor with Elseworld or whatever. Yes. Like that slow build up to Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yes, here's a- that's basically what this comic does for the first like third of it.
2: Ryan, here's the thing: I read the Wikipedia. I know exactly what you're about to say for this comic because I'm like, how accurate was the like CW crossover? Like, how and my God, it is to a t the exact same thing <laughs> yeah oh no, like my it,
1: god i mean like obviously they don't have all the characters they have Yet. from the comic right. and the sea universe but the build-up for it is ridiculously slow mm-hmm. i just i could not it was so hard getting past because they kept introducing all these different characters because they have way more to work with mm-hmm. but they want to introduce like mm-hmm. different ver- characters from different earths so you have like earth two character working with earth one of the same character and you have to figure out which one is which and
2: alexander luther working from earth two with Superboy prime and they get put in a pocket dimension spoilers i mean Uh, it's a whole mess
1: right it what i was losing my mind trying to keep up with who was who and then they have harbinger who i think in the uh in the um tv show is lila and Diggle's wife she's the same it's the characters the same in the comics
2: in the tv show she is yeah. lila michaels in the tv show but she's an argus agent and they had to like oh she's harbinger now because that's who she is in the comics
1: yeah so i don't even know if that was a, their original intention when they first did the when they first create the arrow character mm-hmm. uh possibly maybe i mean maybe yeah i don't know but uh yeah they do uh everything I believe doesn't Green Arrow become uh he becomes a specter. Yep, he becomes a specter. Yep. Yeah, he doesn't in this in uh the comic. Right, it's Jim Corrigan or whatever. It's basically yeah, the like, original specter.
2: Yeah, Jim Corrigan passes it off to Oliver in the crossover. Basically, that's the only difference. Yeah.
1: Um, and also like okay, I will say the anti-monitor and and the monitors look in the comic are completely different oh. from the one in the show. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> i yes. will say the, ga- the the guy at the sideburns right but that's about it with the monitor
2: <laughs> no you mean mutton chops man those are mutton
1: oh yeah mutton chops, chops.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i was like what is this design on like when i saw him in the in the show i was like that's kind of a weird design mm-hmm. and i saw him in the comic i was like oh yeah right
2: oh yeah 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 no like and the it- crossover on cw they did it for verb- the comic verbatim even like the little like afterward like when the universe is put back together yeah like in the comic the anti-monitor comes back and tries to destroy the new earth prime one more time and they do it like they end it the exact same way in the show like all the heroes reunite one more time do the for all of chant i think in the, like in the comic it's like for barry or for supergirl yeah that's for.
1: it's barry because Barry's the one who has the biggest death right like supergirl is like a sad death but it's barry who's like whoa yeah and yeah it's
2: verbatim it's crazy
1: yeah i it 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 was too wild (laughs) it was hard to get it that it's a hard build up into it i had to skip around a little bit because some parts they were just like we're going to you know how old time comics everyone just had to have like a word on the page or something mm-hmm. or just like have their own inner thoughts playing like oh my gosh the bridge is broken yada 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 and i'm like i can clearly see the b- bridge is broken <laughs> but <laughs> yeah no that's it's the like, that's
0: a fun thing with old comics they had to ex- over explain everything
1: yeah that's what that's what drags down this book the most is that it's, like, it's just a walls of text among pictures and it's not even like they barely have any pictures like it's weird because i've gotten used to not just newer comics but even like things like watchmen right we had mostly it was mostly images on the page it rarely was a wall of text Mm -hmm. unless it was me supposed to mean something right Mm -hmm. and this was just literally just text 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 and i was like and the text is so small because the panels are so small and I'm just like, I my eyes are bleeding right now. I'm
2: just befuddled that like the CW actually like did it verbatim. Like yeah, all, like how whole like how all loosely like they're based off of in like the like shows themselves. Like Oliver Queen is not the same Oliver Queen he is in the comics. Like I'm surprised they did it verbatim.
1: I do have to ask who played the uh, who or who was supposed to be the equivalent of Alexander Luther Jr. Um and. In- the cw one because i because in this version it's the son of uh earth threes which is where luther is good yeah and it's lois lane's uh kid mm-hmm. who just for some reason a- 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 ages rapidly
2: yeah i there really isn't like a good lex luther like they make like the john cryer lex luther he becomes a paragon mm-hmm. basically so that's kind of like the okay. lex luther tie-in but he's just there okay. to cause mayhem and trouble for no reason. I don't. Gotcha. There's yeah, seven it, paragons still. They're all different heroes. So
1: I know Batwoman replaces Batman. Supergirl yep. replaces Superman. Yeah. yeah, basically all all of that. Uh, yeah, it's the comic does some things good, and I think the show probably did something some things better. Yeah, um, that's debatable. I need I need to watch the show again just so I can compare it. Oh, we can watch but. it. We can
2: watch it. This is what we can do. We can all sit down and watch the crossover together.
1: I'll watch the crossover again. <laughs> is it on Netflix yet?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's it's on a, the whole
1: thing's on Netflix. Oh, okay. Well you can watch. I watched it.
2: <laughs> but you guys gotta get sit It'll
1: through, be something.
2: You guys gotta sit through eight seasons of Arrow first.
1: Uh oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> No, nah, I'm just gonna watch the crossover. Gonna go straight into it. I got through
1: six seasons of Arrow. <laughs>
0: roughly. I got through 4, well not even 4 actually. I stopped in the beginning of 4. Oof, yeah.
1: that's, yeah, that's fair. Sense. That's some honestly sense. fair. 3 was already bad enough. Honestly, yeah. I thought about rewatching the first two seasons, so <laughs> but I, I respect that. I, and the other thing I read that I kind of want to touch on is uh I read Deceased and it's spin-off Deceased on Killables. Uh I think I've talked a little bit about Deceased before, but it's uh the whole it's basically the DC's version of a zombie apocalypse. Uh where the entire world ends because uh of a virus that's transmitted to people through technology. And that just it is
0: DC's it, response to Marvel
1: zombies. I thought you basically, were
2: going to say through aerosols. I'm like, "Wow, that's pretty on the nose for our current times."
1: <laughs> nope, they do it through technology, which I think is even more dangerous because it's like if you're looking at any screen that's hooked up to the internet, it, uh, that's how the virus just transmits into you. Mm-hmm. And from there, you can. It's like 1984. No, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's terrifying because I'm like, you know, as much technology as we have, like everything's hooked up to the internet. Unless you're like living out in the middle of nowhere, you're pretty much like screwed. Like, there's that one point where like uh, some of the superheroes, like they're on a camping trip. And one of them happens to be like, you know, I want technology. I hate being in the outdoors and looks at their phone (laughs) and turns into a zombie. Nice. And I'm just like, dang it. And it's like you, some heroes, you like think, oh, well they don't use technology. Like Superman, he uses the x-ray vision so he doesn't have to look through, look at any screens. Right. Uh, you, th- you would think Batman would be safe from it because he lives oh, in a. Oh, Batman
0: looks, looks like screens all the time.
1: Yeah,
2: Batman's screwed. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> uh,
1: he gets screwed, but not the way you think he does. He has the Batnet.
2: But, what are you talking about? He does not the Internet. He has the Batnet. The
0: bat computer.
2: And
1: then like some of the heroes, like it's, the deaths in this sh- thing is brutal. Um, they does have some of the heroes do have their shining moments. Uh, Green Arrow is one of them. Zach, sweet. Uh he does a, he goes on a very big killing spree. Nice. It's ridiculous. Yeah, a lot of heroes have their own moment, but I also Red Unkillables, which is a spin-off, which is all the he- So at the end of the first one, some of them some of the heroes escape into space. But it's like these are the heroes and villains who got stuck left on Earth. Mm-hmm. And so it's people like Red Hood, um Orphan, or she's bad girl in this version, mm-hmm. uh Bane uh, Deadshot, oh my, uh, Solomon Grundy, Cheetah, it's people like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like basically the Suicide Squad. Why and- did you
2: say Solomon Grundy like uh, Forrest Gump?
1: Grundy, I- <laughs> Go- Grundy. <Grunde. laughs> I mean Solomon Grundy born on a Monday, so I just assume it's Grundy instead of Grundy. No, it's Grundy.
0: No, it's Grundy. It's Grundy.
1: Then why did they say yeah. Monday? Grundy know. and Monday. Uh- Monday don't. <laughs>
0: Oh, the port- no, no, no. but um i have a quick question is deceased part of the main universe or is it a like alternate universe
1: it's so it's everything is like every character is caught up to that point in the universe like every other comic uh you have like you know right kid, barry allen you got the black kid flash now even though they do have it's like both wally Wests are there um it's like everyone's like looks how they do in the main universe mm-hmm. but it's it's definitely a spinoff because right. the amount of major characters they kill, I mean it has to be a spinoff because they kill right a lot right yeah of main characters yeah so
0: there's just like a there's like a point in the main universe where it just kind of splits
1: yeah basically and smart I mean it's just yeah because if they'd done this in the main universe there was no coming back from it like they did a slight zombie apocalypse thing with a uh, drowned earth that one is where. Uh, Atlantean gods, or fish gods, or aliens, or I don't know. They're fish from <laughs> fish another. Pl- They're fish people, and they drop poison water on the earth, and it turn if you the water touches you, you turn into a fish man and try going a psychotic rage. Hey, it's like and a Doctor
0: Who episode, Water from Mars.
1: It Ooh, was weird. I. It was weird because it's like the only people who can stop this is Aquaman, Mira, and the only other people who are al- <laughs> alive are Superman, Flash, who's half fish now because his legs touched the water, and um, I can't even remember who else was alive after that. Oh, Batman's stuck in the Hall of Justice, and all of his arms and legs are broken. Oh, God. Cool. <laughs> <Riff>. Yeah, so <laughs> I was just like, this is the weirdest, stupidest comic I've ever read in my life. But go off. But no, deceased is much better. Uh, Unkillables is much more violent because they have, you know, villains who are not afraid to kill. Right, right. Compared as the heroes. Like Deathstroke, literally, they have him do a. You know that uh, famous picture where the men are like holding the flag up? Uh, I think it's World War II. Uh, Iwo Jima. Uh, yeah. Huh? Iwo Jima. Yeah. Yeah, Iwo Jima. It, imagine that, but it's literally just Deathstroke and a horde of the undead. Nice. Yeah, so it's I highly recommend it. They're coming out the sequel now. I think it's like deceased when hope fail or when hope failed or something like that. But it's basically the uh mm-hmm. uh the people from like who left uh the people who survived and went off to space. Oh, it's called deceased dead planet. Okay. Uh, hope rolls in is a different thing, but the D- dead planet is where all the people from space come back to try and figure out how to save the earth again. Even though, I mean, the Earth is screwed, but, and the major- Yeah, they're
0: really killing it with those titles, though.
1: Oh, yeah, no, they're, it's really good. Like, it's depressing, but- Mm -hmm.
0: The titles, like, the titles themselves, like, Deceased and Deceased Unkillables and Dead Planet, like, that's actually some pretty good titles.
1: (laughs) I like their, uh, they have- They sound badass, yeah. They have some variant art where they take, like, horror movies but make them, like, deceased- like, one of them was, um... Mm. One of them was, like, deceased, but it's, like, an it thing, so it has, like, zombie Joker handing a balloon to Jason Todd, and I'm like, oh. that's that's pretty good. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, but that's cool as hell. I highly recommend it. Cool. But, Zach, go on to you.
2: Alright, well, I, I haven't even gotten that far in it, but someone for my birthday, or my birthday or Christmas, one of the two. It was
1: birthday. One of no, the it was two. Christmas. Christmas.
2: Ryan got me the whole Kingdom Hearts collection. Nice. So now I'm indebted to pay to play it for him. And let me tell you. What'd
0: you think of the coconut tree?
2: Ron, Kevin, <laughs> the coconut tree? I had to Google
0: to find
2: the last coconut. And if that gives you any indication of how I feel about this game, I am very frustrated. Oh. So if I, I, I remember
0: had... is what I how I was with the coconut
2: tree. I wish I had
1: seen the coconut tree. <laughs> that's there was a thing.
2: point. So I'm at. I just got to Agrippa, and I think I'm like a little under halfway done. I've been trying to like get it done so before a PS5 comes out. But I don't. I wouldn't try and play the whole collection before a PS5 comes out. I don't think that's gonna happen. Just because I've gotten a lot more busy recently.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: But yeah, I pumped through the Hercules world. I pumped through the both traverses towns. Um, I got through. Uh, uh tarzan uh tarzan and my god i forgot how much like old school video games don't hold your hand at all yep like it's like figure it out like you, you can wander especially back. jrpgs yeah yeah, that, yeah. You... it's like you can want i wandered back to like the like different couple, a couple areas and i kind of got inklings of where to go and then eventually i just had to look up a walkthrough because i'm like i have no idea where i'm going I yeah yeah. deep jungles like that (laughs) yeah I'm like I have no idea where I'm going I and you it's not even like there's no like rhyme or rhythm to it it doesn't make sense like which like to what areas you have to go to figure it out Mm -hmm. like you go from like the bamboo thickets all the way back to the treehouse and then you gotta go back to like the cliff and then you just go all over the place and I'm like why it's not like It's not like nice and fleshed out. You just got to kind of figure it out on your own and hope you stumble across it.
1: Yeah, Zach, I remember you messaged me like, is there a map? And I'm like, no, that doesn't come in until the second game because people were playing There's no map. (laughs) There's no compass. I just got health bars. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you didn't have health bars, I don't know. And uh, I laugh because one of the abilities you have to get is to get a health bar to see your enemy's health bar. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, so if you turn that off, you're just like, well, I beat it until it's dead.
2: And I swear to God, I'd rather just, like, not have companions. I only like Goofy. Goofy's the only one I like, because he at least, like, kills himself while attacking another enemy. You and everyone else. (laughs) Like, Donald doesn't do a thing. Tarzan kind of did stuff. Tarzan had the, like, audacity to throw two potions at me once, and that was nice. But That's about it. (laughs) But Donald doesn't do a thing. It's not like he attacks when he's not supposed to. He just sits there and just takes hits. I'm like, why?
1: Why are you? Zach, I can... I can finally send you all the memes about hating Donald Duck in Kingdom Hearts.
2: Like, when, yeah, I, you told me that before, and I just thought it was going to be like, you know, like, oh, he's not healing when he needs to. No, he is useless. He does nothing. <laughs> oh, <Yep>. my God. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's what I've been struggling with. I think
1: they tried to make him like that in every single game. As, like, a meme now. Yeah, like, the third game, he's a little bit more helpful. But like just a little bit. But like the first game and even the second game, he's still useless. So Ryan, after I finish Kingdom Hearts 1,
2: which one do I play next?
1: Chain of Memories. Chain of Memories. You go to And then then Kingdom Hearts 2. You have Kingdom Hearts 2. Okay. Then you watch 350 and a half days because it answers some questions about Kingdom Hearts 2. Okay, cool. There's a nice video assignment for this game. Yeah, that's it's just a little it's just a movie okay. essentially it's like an hour hour and a half or so okay um and then it's after that it's birth by sleep which is the prequel game okay which will tie in that becomes a huge thing you can watch recoded apparently it has some elements but like honestly it's, it's worthless. <laughs>
2: All right, so I'm gonna speed through all these games, watch the movie at two times speed, and try and beat this before as well.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah, and uh, Dream Drop Distance is easy. Okay, that, that shouldn't take you long. It's basically Kingdom Hearts with Pokemon. <laughs> uh, oh god, okay, but yeah, <laughs> turn-based
0: so... Kingdom Hearts. That sounds worse.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, no, you're gonna hate Chain of Memories. If you think you hate one right now, Chain uh, of Memories is gonna Chain of Memories is gonna make you want to cry. Uh. Put it on easy difficulty and just breeze through it.
2: I'm pretty sure I'm on easy right now. I think I'm on normal. That's a lie. I'm pretty sure I'm on normal right now.
1: I remember you're on normal, and then you chose the sword and got rid of what? The shield or the staff? The staff. Oh, yeah, that you screwed yourself Uh, over. You did it yourself, man. Yeah. It's not even like... You don't ever... never,
0: Never boost your attack power. Always boost your magic and defense. Yep.
2: I mean, fair. Yeah. But, like i haven't like run into that issue yet you know it's just been like i mean that might be like the boss battle issue but like it's just like navigation (laughs) that's my issue
1: Mm -hmm. yeah traverse town deep jungle uh you're gonna hate uh atlantica little mermaids world yeah i uh that one and you're gonna hate the final world because the final world is the biggest of them all (gasps) is it disney world uh, unfortunately, no. It's basically, well, I mean, it has a giant castle, but it looks like Disney World, the Disney World was depressing. Uh, ah, so Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> yes.
0: Rip.
2: That's some, that's some <laughs> Disney World elitist, that's me loving the parks coming out for a minute right there and throwing some shade
0: on Disneyland. <laughs>
1: uh, I mean. I've never been to Disneyland. I went to Disney World once in my life and I still haven't been Animal Kingdom. I have
0: been to Disneyland once. So I, But I've never been to Disney World. so. Uh,
1: but You're missing some. You're not missing much. I'm sure You're I'm missing, missing
0: some, but I'm also not a big Disney guy. So That's true, you know. yeah.
2: That's fair. That's 100% fair. But yeah, besides Kingdom Hearts, I really have been up to much.
0: Been playing a lot of Among Us, I probably. I
2: mean, yeah, whenever I have time, I, when I was procrastinating, my friends were like, you want to play? I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll play. And then we rage until... I got Jordan to play it. Jordan
1: really likes it. She plays it every night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your guys got addicted to that. <laughs>
2: Yeah, she plays it more than I do, honestly. I
1: play it with friends and nothing else, because I, I don't like randoms.
2: <laughs> yeah, I she plays with randoms. I, I just played it tonight for the first time with a couple randoms, and that was about it. I usually wait for friends to cut on, but right now I'm busy with work and stuff, so I'll have little time, and it's Jordan's birthday week, so on Friday, it's her birthday, so I got to get stuff ready for that.
1: Well, happy birthday to audio engineer Jordan. Yep, happy birthday.
2: Happy birthday. So... I have been informed that you two have a pitch for me. We do. Yes.
0: Crack knuckles. All right, so. Ryan, do you want to start with the pitch, or do you want me to start with it?
2: Real quick. We are at 30 minutes, about 31-ish minutes. You each have five minutes to give me your own pitch. All right. I will time it. You both have five minutes to give me a pitch. Mm -hmm. And then, so five, five, and five to... Like Ryan goes, and or
0: man, I only need three. Oh, okay. We got badass <laughs> over wow. here. Oh man, look at me and my elevator pitch skills.
2: So Kevin, you'll go first, Ryan, then you'll go, and then I'll give my thoughts and your pitches and my verdict. Sound good?
0: All right, works for me. Sounds good.
2: All right, Kevin. And three, two, one, go.
0: Hey Zach, do you like mysteries?
2: Uh, depends. Yes.
0: Do you like good characters? I do
2: like good characters.
0: Do you like interesting magic systems?
2: Uh, Depends on, keep going, keep going. I'll let that one slide.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So what if I told you there was a series that took place in Chicago modern day Mm -hmm. and about a wizard who was also a private investigator?
2: Ooh, okay, okay. You got me enticed.
0: What if I also told you it was first person with a very sarcastic narrator similar to Percy Jackson, but what if Percy Jackson was an adult?
2: I was going to say, it's like Percy Jackson with magic, but continue.
0: Yes, Percy Jackson already had magic. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anyways, so what if I told you that in this world is also hidden another, a completely different world, just similar to Percy Jackson. It's urban fantasy, so you got every magical creature that you can think of It's set in the modern day. Okay. There's vampires there's demons there's trolls all that stuff and this one guy this one wizard has to fight them all
2: that seems very harry potter-esque and very much a chosen one savior route but
0: it's not that there's no chosen one okay there's no chosen one prophecy in it either oh
2: okay he's got but yeah anyways so it's like pokemon gotta fight them all right
0: (laughs) right gotta fight them all uh but anyways harry dresden is this is this wizard who's the only wizard who has uh who's open about his use of magic and is a private investigator in Chicago solving crimes. Okay. So in Stormfront, the first book of the series, Harry Dresden is faced with a, with a murder, uh, oh. where he must, that it, it looks like the murderer has, uh, used magic to kill his victims. Uh-huh. So he, now he has to track, use magic to track who the killer is. <laughs> and while also, Poss- might possibly escape from being framed for uh, for killing these people because he is the only person in the city that openly talks about magic.
2: Ooh, okay, okay. I like it. A murder most foul. Mm-hmm.
0: But I'm
1: going to pass it off to Ryan now.
2: Oh, you are only at two and a half minutes. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay, Ryan, go ahead.
1: So, Zach, I recently read this. Kevin has read the whole series, so I'm a new reader to all this. Mm-hmm. I think okay so you, you like Percy Jackson you like Harry Potter Correct
2: yes what, what are the deep dark secrets of the series that i don't know about Ryan that Kevin Uh tell so
1: me? this is slightly adultish uh and the fact that uh Harry i mean if you like have you ever watched psych at all
2: Yes yes i love Sean. Think and about Gus. the
1: like wacky antics of psych but like damn, even more dangerous Okay okay is what i would think of it as um the guy Harry he's an interesting person only because he just doesn't want to be involved in anything, but also he is involved in everything. Uh mm-hmm. Uh, but he's also I don't know. He's just kind of got this wacky person. I think you would like it, mm-hmm. only because of his wacky personality. Because he he's less he's less. He makes very sarcastic jokes, which I think you would you appreciate. Okay. Very yeah. much.
2: I can. I appreciate good sarcastic and dry humor. Yes
1: think uh i think i guess tony starkish almost oh
2: okay here you're, you're enticing me a little more i get you
1: um basically I, I know kevin said a magic system is a little bit complicated i don't think it's too complicated i mean this book is more setting up the entire world he's in mm-hmm. so i'll give you that but like the magic system is very simple i mean you just have to put pa- explain the system So basically, it's like more of you have to put your energy, your being into what your spells are, what you're uh, doing. So think more like he carries talisman or he carries like little Mm -hmm. uh, trinkets kind of to, uh, you know, use the magic. So like one moment, uh, one of my favorite moments is where he's facing a vampire. Yeah. And apparently he captured sunlight in a napkin. And so he opens the napkin and sunlight hits the person hits the vampire in the face. It's kinda like so, um,
2: alchemy from Full Metal a little bit.
1: Kinda, yeah. So it's like I mean, it's like it's less about like him he does his own spells, mm-hmm. but a lot of it is him just like carrying off carrying around random items. <laughs> and those random items just happen to have a little bit of, like magic in it. I think uh I guess kinda like it reminds me of John Constantine or Supernatural. Oh, okay, yeah. Kind yeah. of like it kind of like wizards like those instead of like more instead of less uh you know expelliarmus or something like that but i do i think the murder mystery aspect of it definitely adds a different flair to it because you could just have another mystery and another uh magic book where it's a person just like you know fighting off monsters or something like percy jackson but right uh this guy has to deal with both mortals because he has to deal with gangsters and everything walking in okay walking in there but he also has to deal with magical people who also pose as gangsters
2: interesting so does he like use magic against the mortals or does he oh just... yeah he,
1: he definitely uses magic oh, against shit. the mortals Oh shit! Oh,
2: God. <laughs> no, he's, not, okay. he's
1: not just gonna go in and be like oh well i'm gonna hit you with my staff or like i'm gonna shoot you no he he's like i'm a wizard i'm gonna use now he can't kill anyone with it mm-hmm. uh that's a whole process he has to go against because there is a magic council okay as there isn't anything right a uh, so they're basically yeah they're kind of like you know saying you can't kill mortals uh you know trying not to do this but like his whole purpose for being a private investigator mm-hmm. is dealing with you know helping the police deal with situations where magic has killed someone okay uh if They like die on an unnatural cause, like you know, got eaten by a demon. Yeah, Their soul what just are you gonna do? With it's crazy, basically. I mean, the murder in this one is gruesome and they go into very vivid detail. But, uh,
2: how sexy yeah. is it, Ryan?
1: How sexy is it? Uh, there's literally an entire chapter devoted to where one of the characters gets hit with a love potion. Oh, and they're basically and they're also getting attacked by a demon. Oh, no, and he's Simultaneously trying to keep them from stripping uh-huh. him naked. Yes. Oh well, he's already no, he's already naked. Yeah, he's simultaneously trying to stop her from having sex with him while also trying to kill a demon. Nice. I know, right? No, it de- it's definitely adultish. It definitely is not for the faint of heart. And if you have, uh, if you get queasy, uh, well, that's your own problem. Hold, hold
2: your luncheon. Don't eat anything before. All right, I'm I'm enticed. Uh, I'm enticed. Any closing thoughts for YouTube boys, young
1: young lads? Uh, if you, I know you say you like don't have much time to read, but it's literally like barely three. It's barely over three hundred pages. Oh really? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, cool. I was
0: about to tell you. It's good. It's pretty short. Uh, Sweet. For a fantasy novel, it's pretty quick.
1: Like I can, I'm holding it right now, and it's like, I mean, it's about the size of my hand. <laughs> cool. All right. It's well, only
0: I'm... slightly longer than the Lightning Thief. Interesting. Well, all right.
2: I guess it's time for my verdict. I think I'll give it a try. I'll pick it up. I'll borrow the copy from Ryan. But yeah, I'll I'll pick it up and see what it's like. Good job, boys. Good job on the pitch.
0: Cool. Do you want me to give you some small disclaimers? Um,
2: sure. So Kevin, I've don't, already don't talked kill about the pitch.
0: Now. I'm not gonna kill the pitch. So the Stormfront is really good. It got me it's the book that got really got me interested in the series. Well it's, duh, it's the first book. Yeah. So it does a really good job of setting up characters, setting up the world, mm-hmm. and setting the tone. Um it, I will tell you right now that if you didn't care for it it only gets better from each book consecutively is better than the last to the point where the first book Stormfront is actually the worst in the series only because it is yeah only because like it's a little on the simple side um but you know but it's still good it's still a good read okay
2: yeah i'll i'll give it a try boys Good, good job on the pits. I'm proud of you guys. Good job on the
0: pits. <laughs> we could, I feel like we could have done better, Ryan. I think prepped so. better.
2: No, 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 it was fine. You guys did. I'm proud of you. Good job, boys.
0: Hey, Ryan, you want to know what the second book is about? Sure. Werewolves.
2: Hot. Ooh. Twilight.
0: Uh, no. <laughs>
2: Thank God. Uh, so,
0: but there was oh, there's also like some. A lot of people don't don't really like the earlier books because of uh, the sexism that's also prevalent in mystery fiction. Right. Yeah. Um. It's not as bad as as I think people make it out to be, but it is still kind of like some of it here and there gonna be like, ah, okay, that's a little odd.
2: uh, Uh, But the series, yeah,
0: yeah. But the series does mature as it goes on, as where the where Jim Butcher the writer, you can see how Jim Butcher the author matures as a person. And how that translates to also a Carrie's character maturing through the series as well.
1: Awesome. Yeah, I kind of see where you mean where there's a little sexism in the early book.
0: Yeah, but on that note, it looks like we are out of time. Aww. Uh, Aww. Yeah. Rip-a-roni. Any closing thoughts from you guys?
2: Um. Yeah. Uh. I will definitely pick up the book from Ryan sometime this week. Um. I don't know if I'll get to it, be able to finish it by next podcast. But in the future, I will have. I'll give it my review of this book.
0: Closing thoughts, Brian? Uh Read Doomsday Clock. <laughs> read Doomsday Clock. We will. I will try to read that before we record the next meeting. And like Mysterious Benedict Society. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I also tell myself to like. Be it. more open, Kevin. Come on, like last was us us awesome. Hey, man, I'm gonna finish the book. So. Can, can I get
1: an okay? Can I get a good instead of an okay? I can accept a good. An okay just hurts. Um,
0: so far I give it a three and a, th- a three out of five. So it's still good. Um, I would still call that's it a, a 60%, good book. That's failing. Uh, but in the world of rankings of movies
1: and books, uh, three out of five is good.
2: Three out of five is a sixty percent. That's failing.
0: No, you're comparing it to great, that's different. I know, I'm just kidding. That's
1: that's all I can get from Kevin. That I'm a three out of five is good from Kevin. That, that's fair. That's
0: fair. Yes. then uh, if I get a two out of five, then we're then that's bad.
2: <laughs> that's the bad situation. All right, Kevin. Take us out.
0: Yeah, so so I'll also leave a note for you guys as well. Next week session we will talk about the full Metal alchemist and the broken angel game on ps2 uh, i've only got a few hours in it so far but we'll go on and we will talk about more of avatar and full Metal alchemist brotherhood soon uh the ball is in zach's court <laughs> i
2: know i'm sorry you have to watch more <laughs> i'm so sorry i'm almost
0: done with season two of avatar you're not done
2: with the whole series yet bro
0: no oh, so i had i'm pausing a little bit oh, uh, you let me
2: catch up
1: yeah, I'm going to let you oh, catch up. I was about to oh. say like I, I was like anime the is the easiest is thing court, to binge dad. watch, guys.
2: Okay, I'll, I'll try. I got I got some time now.
1: <laughs> all so, right.
2: I guess King Hearts gets put to the side. This
1: is No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can just watch one episode a day. 20 minutes. That's all it takes. I know, I know, I know. All right. All right. right. Taking us out, this has been Committed Critics. You can listen to us on Podbean, Spotify, and YouTube. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Committed Crits. That is C-O-M-M-I-T-T-E-D-C-R-I-T-S. Uh, support us on Patreon, linked in the description. Just a few dollars a month, maybe even just $1 a month, would be super helpful for us to keep the show on the air. Uh, thanks, Special thanks to our sound engineer, Jordan Smearman. Happy birthday again. And we will see you in two weeks. See ya. Bye. Bye.